Hello and welcome to the 17th episode of Lights, Camera, Ulysses, the premier podcast on all things Joyce and Cinema. This is your host, Robert Kraut, and I'm recording today from Eccles Street. Just a quick shout out to the sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Easy Piss, a natural diuretic that will help your urine flow firmly and often. After my series on the broad principle of aesthetics, I want to return to the most basic cinematic principle, the closest thing to a divine edict in the filmmaking community, and that is to show, not tell. In other words, implication via visual storytelling or dialogue is always better than rote exposition when it comes to telling your audience something. Luckily, in this chapter, Joyce executes this principle beautifully in two particular instances. The first is an example of implication through dialogue or words. So I'm going to give you the idea that Joyce is trying to convey. And that is that Stephen and Bloom are on ultimately separate paths and will part ways at the end of the night. An unskilled writer or screenwriter would write dialogue like, you know, Stephen, I like you a lot. You should stay the night. To which Stephen would reply, I can't. I have matters to attend to. Though enjoy your company. But Joyce being Joyce, shows not tells in the most spectacular way possible. Using the dissimilar trajectories of the two men's urine to convey the separation. A filmmaker might show not tell this concept through camera work, gradually isolating these two characters and making their paths feel incongruent. Or they could really go for it and try filming the two men pissing differently. I don't know. The second example of show don't tell demonstrates Joyce's use of visual implication. So the idea in this section is that Bloom returns and sees evidence of Molly's affair with Boylan. Again, an unskilled writer would come out and express this idea in a straightforward way. And an unskilled filmmaker would have Bloom waking Molly up, confronting her and saying things like, I can tell someone was here. But using his words like a camera, Joyce has Bloom looking around the room, panning from detail to detail and noticing things like deposited articles of clothing, clean linen, and the impression of a male form on the bed. These visual cues are really cinematic, and they could just as easily be conveyed on film to the same effect, you know, having a POV shot of Bloom walking into the room and panning around to all of these details, down to the loose bed springs and crumbs of food that were left behind. But why exactly is the principle of show-don't-tell so important in filmmaking? Well, in literature, it's kind of an absurd expression, as there are only things that tell and nothing can be shown visually. But the idea is to write subtly and to use implication. However, film is a visual medium, and audiences, whether consciously or not, yearn for a visual experience, and not an expositional one. If you need proof of this, just consider a famous battle scene, like one from Lawrence of Arabia, being cut from the movie, and replaced with two characters talking about the battle, how epic it was, and how many people died, etc. This would be obviously unsatisfying, and would probably bore the viewer to death as opposed to actually showing them the battle and using camera work and epic set pieces to demonstrate the scale of the event. But this show-don't-tell principle shouldn't just apply to action, but to ideas and emotion as well. Because the audience will feel a character's sadness if it's conveyed realistically. And through visual storytelling as opposed to the character coming out and saying, you know, I'm very sad today. And to close this out, I can't emphasize just how important this principle is for effective storytelling. And one can really look at the entirety of Ulysses to see how it works, as Joyce is a master of this concept. Thank you for tuning in this week, and we'll be back by the time I figure out what that dot at the end of the chapter means.